Joined at the hip like lazy men and Medicare, it's the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. The podcast that yells, fill her up and check the oil at the gas station. And now, after a career spanning four decades, he is still Medicare expert, Doug Jones. Well, hello again, ladies and gentlemen. Guess what time of the year it is. We're sneaking up on Christmas and New Year's, and we are so happy to have you here with us today. And I'm using the royal we a lot, but I'll explain that in just a few minutes. I am, as my Canadian nephew Drew McMillan may have told you, your Medicare expert And I am here to help you feel confident about uh, any impending encounters that you may have planned for Medicare and you. If you're going to join forces to build a wall of protection for yourself against the um, ravages of medical expenses that could otherwise steal your fiscal security, then I'm the guy for you because Medicare can be conquered. Medicare can be used effectively to protect you and medicare can be manipulated to do this protection in a very cost effective manner and that's where my book comes in medicare for the lazy man current edition is 2023 and it is on the shelves waiting for you to arrive at barnesandnoble.com or amazon.com when you go to amazon.com you're going to find four different editions for the you know to meet the price points of everyone in the listening audience and that would be the Kindle edition which is extremely inexpensive and uh, almost instantly available if you have a, a Kindle reader that Amazon can uh, uh, dump that uh, content into then you will have the book before you know it there's also the Audible uh, edition of the book wherein you can listen rather than actually have to do the work of turning the pages or uh, reading the words. You can just close your eyes and listen to that knowledge, let it wash all over you. There's the tried and true paperback edition from Amazon. That's going to have black and white uh, illustrations from Barnes and Noble. It's going to have colorful illustrations. And either way, you're going to be given the same fantastic Medicare knowledge Uh, It doesn't differ from one edition to another, but I recommend consideration of the hardcover edition from Amazon. It's a $22 item. You might have to dig deep, but it's wonderful for those who are on your gift list list for Christmas, uh, uh, other holidays, uh, people nearing the age of 65 that might need some Medicare advice, or those who are considering retiring from their long-time jobs. They might be 68, they might be 72, they might be in their 80s, and they've decided to leave the company health insurance plan and enroll in Medicare for the first time. Well, my book will explain how they can do that, why it's a necessary step in their lives, and uh, how they can use my expertise to round out their Medicare protection. So read the book, execute the steps, and live a happy and fulfilled life from there on. So that's my plan, and that's my plan for you 
I hope uh, hope it works out as well as I know that it can. I have uh, a guest in the studio today. He's been here before, but he always looks confused as though this is his first time. So, Randy Carson, my name is Doug Jones. How are you today? Well, hello there, Mr. Jones. Sometimes you look as though you you don't know why you're here staring at me through your computer, and I just <laughs> I'd like to make sure that it's not a frightening experience for you. No, I I totally am on board with what we're doing here. I uh, I look forward to this every day, Doug. Uh, me too, and it's been happening every day lately. Yes, it has. <laughs> we're trying to build up a bank of episodes for the uh, Christmas and New Year uh, period of time for 2023 at the end of the year, because I'm going to go to California and um, hang around with my offspring my uh, progeny, as it were, and I also am hoping to find some time to work on the 2024 edition of Medicare for the Lazy Man. So what do you have planned for the next couple of weeks? Now that we've done all of this hard work of getting these recordings done, and uh, you're going to have some free time, do you have any plans? No, nothing. Well, other than the normal family gathering and that type of thing. <laughs> oh, wow, sorry about that. Um, ah. I've been talking way too much. But no, nothing unusual. We've just got the normal family gatherings planned up. And as I, as you and I were talking the other day, there's a few uh, neighborhood uh, traditions that have to, ah. have to go on, and uh, some of which are mm, really fun and some not so not fun. So fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, those will uh, be in your rearview mirror before you know it. I'm, I'm hope I'm hoping that. Well, you know, if you're going to go out to California, would you do me a favor while you're out there? Uh, you got a message for uh, Gavin Newsom, <laughs> Comrade Newsom. Call yeah. Comrade Newsom up. Okay, T- tell him what we think of him. I'll tell him that it's going to be. He'll probably have me arrested because I will be on the phone uh, saying all of the things that you would like me to say to him. Well, he's got time to call the state police to have me tracked down and arrested. So um, I've got to figure out a short way to tell him uh, why we think he should be uh, thrown in jail. Well, you know, you could always say, well, Randy told me to say it. Well, I can, but there are a lot of Randys out there. I got a Randy yeah. right across the street from me. Um, we are going to a, a little island of sanity in Orange County. It's Our daughter and her husband and her kids live in an area that's relatively untouched by uh, the, the Newsoms, the Gavin Newsoms of California. Well, that's so, good. Yes, so it is. It's it. What is there? Just like one square mile of California that's that way. I don't know how big it is, but the last time we were there, which was uh, Thanksgiving a year ago, uh, our daughter invited all of her neighbors over to look at us like we were zoo animals, and she said, "See, these people are not from our town, but they're still conservative." And so all the neighbors like poked us and prodded us. They pinched us to see if we were real. And uh, don't it was, get don't get too close to the bars. Hmm. Well, it turned out we were all on the same page, and uh, it was a nice uh, nice gathering, and it's been too long since we've seen everybody. Uh, our son is coming from uh, um, Austin, Texas with his wow, wife. cool. And uh, it, so we're, we're expecting to have a nice couple of days. Um, also, I have to say, I got a very important email from my garbage company here in Cave Creek. I love these guys. It's uh, Area Disposal. I'm going to give them a little plug. Area Disposal in Cave Creek, Arizona, uh, had to send out a an email because we've been confused by holidays 
and newcomers are confused by holidays and they don't know what to do about their garbage delivery. And, and, uh, it turns out these guys are, I've known this for uh, 18 years. They always work on holidays. They never take any holidays off, but they didn't tell people that. So people would ask me, okay, when do I put my garbage out? Oh, it's St. Swithin's day and I'm confused. And so (laughs) this year they, they sent out an email, Hey dopes, we work on holidays. So put your garbage out on Christmas day, put it out on new year's day because we're going to be there to pick it up. You missed your big chance, Doug. Mm, What should I have done? For $10 and 95 cents, I'll give you a printed schedule. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, since I'm on the board of directors of the HOA, I'm thinking that might be a conflict of interest. Well, you're probably right. Uh, Well, you know something? We've got to get to some, we've got to get to some really important business here, but it's not what you think it is. Uh Uh-oh. This is the stupid state law Ah, section. That's not not only important, that's that's happy business. I like that. That's uh, it's the stupid state law business. Uh, for Medicare for the lazy man. Now I'm gonna. I think you're gonna get this one. Uh, it's about. I'm even gonna give you. I'm gonna give you so much information on this and so many hints. I think you're just gonna land right on this with no problem with both oh boy. feet. Oh, from your lips to God's ears. Minnesota. A Minnesota. Minnesota law. Yeah. Hey there. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a law that refers to their state bird. Mm. Wow, what would that be? Did you know? Well, interesting information that's just side information. Uh huh. Did you know that Minnesota has one one thousand eleven thousand eight hundred and forty two lakes? I did not know that, and I have to believe that whoever's counting the lakes gets to define what a lake is. Yeah. So another another lake counter might come up with over 12,000 lakes. Somebody else might come up with 8,000. Yep, yep. Well, there's a the reason I told you that, Doug, is uh, the 11,842 lakes has an impact on the answer for this question. Okay. So I don't know how many more hints I can give you, but just remember... It's the state bird. All right. And it has a relationship to 11,842 lakes in Minnesota. All right. What what are we talking about? I believe we're talking about the goose. Would that be the state bird of Minnesota, the goose? Can eat like a Canada goose? No. 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 Uh, a loon. No. Loons? No. no, no. no. Uh, ducklings? No. No, no, you're getting you're oh, getting gosh. further you're getting further away. Oh boy. So um <clears throat> pelicans. No. Okay. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to reel you in here. You're you're getting you're getting further down uh, the pike on the I wrong thought, way. I thought I was gonna really have a victory here, but apparently not. Minnesota's as a state bird, and this is a joke, actually. Oh, Mosquito, okay. mosquitoes. Oh, mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. Eleven thousand eight hundred forty-two lakes and four yeah. trillion and seventeen mosquitoes to yep. eat you up. Sure, sure they do. Uh, so they that's... passed a law in Minnesota declaring mosquitoes as a public nuisance. Duh. Okay, so that means what? We're not allowed to raise them as pets. I guess not. I guess well, you can't squash them. You can't. You can't spray them. You can't do anything to them. No, wait a minute. Are... If they're if they're a public nuisance, 
<laughs> how, how do we rid ourselves of this nuisance? Move out of Minnesota. Okay, because I would have said, uh, give us back our DDT, you goddamn greeny weenies. What yes. the hell is wrong with you? Give us our DDT back. What is yes. wrong with you? I, well, especially in Minnesota. I used to work, in, you know, when I was on the road in consulting work, Yep. I used to work a lot in Minneapolis. I swore to God that I could watch out my hotel window and see mosquitoes coming in for a landing on the local lake, and they had landing lights on them. Oh, Jesus. We had uh, one of our Corvette trips. We started at the headwaters of the Mississippi River, which is north of uh, Minneapolis, actually kind of in the middle of the state of Minnesota. There were no mosquitoes out then. This was in the fall. It was in uh, September. Yeah. And um, so we stayed in Minneapolis for a day or two uh, to before we began the trip. And there was this huge grain. It was a, like a 100-year-old building. No, 200-year-old maybe uh, building that had a grain explosion occur in it. And yes. so the top of it was blown off and the sidewalls were kind of blown out. And so at some point in the last 20 or 30 years, they turned it into a museum. And they glassed it all in. Did you ever see that building when you were there? Uh, I did not. I did oh, okay. not. It's, uh, it's fairly interesting that they managed to salvage the, uh, the re residue of a giant grain blast. You know, if you're in a grain elevator and it's dusty, if you smoke, if you light a cigarette, or if you, you know, have a spark of any kind, it's going to explode the grain dust. Uh, but anyway, so the point of my, of my dissertation was going to be something about Minnesota. Oh, there were no mosquitoes available or um, uh, evident when we were there. Do they do they lease those out, Doug? Well, we we couldn't <laughs> find any. We, we, we would, we're having a picnic, folks, and we need to go down and lease out some local mosquitoes. But I've known that those those uh, high northern uh, places, Canada, you know, and and the northern parts of the United States are replete with uh, noxious insects. And so I'm not surprised to hear this about Minnesota. And it's, of course, uh, you know, uh, they, they declared them a public nuisance. I'm sure the mosquitoes are going to, uh, in chagrin, they're going to move yeah. away, uh, that, go by or really, somebody else. That really upset the mosquito population. Yeah. Well, better that than passing new taxes or something like that. that that's so. true. That's true. Well, you know, I do have a bit of another story, but we'll have to save that for a future time. Well, as because luck would have we, it, we're going to record another episode right after this. Yeah, we need to get right down to the old Medicare business. So I'm going to go ahead and mute myself out, and you can march on down the road very smartly. All right, here we go. The first thing on my item happens to be one of Randy's favorite uh, subjects. We're going to talk a little bit about Medicare Advantage. I discovered an article written by a guy named Bob Bellheiser. I don't know who he is. It's an opinion piece on Medicare Advantage, and I thought, well, it's short, it's sweet, it's to the point, and maybe he's thought of some reason to, for people to avoid Medicare Advantage that I hadn't thought of. So let me tear into Bob's article entitled, Pass on Medicare Advantage. Are you tired of seeing the flood of costly and deceptive TV ads? that promote Medicare Advantage plans? The fact is that these ads are paid for by private insurance companies who basically want to kill Medicare as we know it. These same companies are largely responsible for making America's healthcare one of the costliest, most complex, and least responsive healthcare systems in the world. All right, now Bob's starting to lose me here. He's starting to wander off the path that I expected him to. 
So let me continue with his opinion piece. As someone who has contributed to Medicare all my working life, I do not want to see it taken over by greedy private insurance companies. Ooh, boy, he's got a chip on his shoulder. Uh, These insurance companies work hard to increase profits by denying claims. Well, that's unfortunately true in Medicare Advantage plans. Here is just one of many glaring examples to show how private insurers add unnecessary cost and complexity to our healthcare system. Well, I, uh, here goes Bob again, wandering off into the weeds. Um, there's a physician's group called PNHP. It's a large physician's group, and they once reported on two similar-sized hospitals. Duke University Hospital has 800 billing clerks, and Toronto General, uh-oh, now he's going to try to make the uh, the communist Canadian system sound like something worthwhile. Communist uh, Toronto General Hospital has eight billing clerks. The other one has 800. I don't even know if those are accurate numbers. What explains the huge discrepancy? Well, Duke must deal with multiple private insurance companies and their numerous rules, regulations, denials, and restrictions. Toronto General only deals with Canada's single insurance system. Which hospital do you suppose is the most expensive and efficient of the two? Are you considering Medicare Advantage plans? Boy, you know, Randy and I have the same. This guy's a commie. I'm sorry, I even picked up this article. He says, "What you guy? Need? This guy's trying to twist the road around on us, Doug." Absolutely right. He thinks that uh, private enterprise is something evil and it complicates things. In reality, private enterprise is often the way to find the most efficient and cost-effective way to get something done. So I I don't agree with this guy's, um, I agree with his premise, stay away from Medicare Advantage plans because they will cheat you and lie and steal from you. But I don't agree with the method that he reaches that um, conclusion. Is he related to Comrade Newsom? Well, it's entirely uh, possible that they went to the same school of the school of stupidity. Uh, So let me finish up this article here. What you need to know is that the licensed brokers, and that's me, And he uses quotation marks as though that's not a real thing. Licensed brokers who recruit people into these programs. I don't recruit people into Medicare Advantage plans. I agree with him that they're a bad idea for people. Anyway, the licensed brokers receive huge bonuses for uh, recruiting people for Medicare Advantage plans. That's exactly correct. They do not receive a bonus to sign them up for Medicare, but they do get a uh, commission for Medicare care supplement plans. I've never hidden that. So this guy goes on to say, you will also need to know that all the money for these expensive ads and bonuses comes from savings that result from delaying and denying medical claims that insurance companies call losses. Well, that just doesn't sound like uh, he has a clear understanding of how insurance works. So as a satisfied Medicare patient, here's my advice to anyone who might be considering a Medicare Advantage plan during the sign-up period that ends on December 7th. Don't do it! That's uh, Bob's advice to you. Don't sign up for Medicare Advantage plan. And I'm in a uh, complete agreement with him. Follow this advice and it might just save you from medical bankruptcy if you should get really sick. All right, he's correct about that, but the premise is wrong. The conclusion is correct. Stay away from Medicare Advantage plans. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be probably fiscally in worse shape than you could ever expect. Uh, You're not going to be protected from all the possible uh, insurance costs that an illness or an injury can involve. So uh, Medicare Advantage is not 
the best way to go for most people. On the other hand, Bob's uh, rationale for that is incorrect, in, in my opinion. Free enterprise is the way to uh, have victory over the Medicare Advantage plans. And one thing that leads to uh, victory over uh, the evil people in the Medicare insurance field is knowledge. And what I try to do is spread knowledge about the benefits of Medicare supplement plans. And I try to spread, shine the light of um, knowledge on the uh, the people that would espouse the Medicare um, Advantage plans. And those things are just not good for most people. Here's another short article, how to spot misleading Medicare Advantage and drug plan sales pitches and what to do about it. The CMS, this, oh, Randy has a thought. Randy, share your thought with us. The way you spot one of those uh-huh. is to just watch one. If their mouth, if their lips are moving. If their then, lips are moving, it's a lie or misleading. All right. Well, let's see if the author of this article figured that out because you're exactly right on the money. Uh, CMS, the government uh, department that uh, handles Medicare and Medicaid services, has new rules cracking down on misleading or inaccurate advertising and promotion of Medicare Advantage and drug plans. So they're warning us to watch out for pitches that do the following. Number one, suggest benefits are available to all who sign up when really only some individuals qualify. Number two, they mention benefits that are not available in the service area where they are advertised unless unavoidable because of the media outlet uh, covers multiple service areas. So I think what they're saying here is uh, watch out for pitches that uh, offer all kinds of benefits, but then when you call them and say, "That's I want all that stuff, in reality, they're not available in your uh, geographical area. Like if you're in a far suburb, and they're talking about giving you rides to uh, doctor's appointments. That's probably not going to be available if you're out in a suburb, a suburban area. Uh, watch out for pitches that use superlatives like most or best, unless those claims are backed up by data from the current or prior year. Uh, another uh, trick they use is they claim unrealistic savings such as $9,600 in drug savings. And those savings really, in reality, only apply in rare circumstances. They market coverage without naming the plan. They display the official Medicare name, membership card, or logo without government approval. They contact you if you're an Advantage or Drug Plan member and you're told that the plan, and if you told the plan not to notify you about other health insurance products. And finally, they pretend to be from the government-run Medicare program, which does not make unsolicited calls to beneficiaries like you. A beneficiary is a person who participates in Medicare, and they are not supposed to be calling you out of the blue. So if you think a company is violating the new rules, contact the government at 800-MEDICARE and uh, report them. Blow the whistle on them. Not that it's ever going to stop them. They'll just figure out another way to scam people. But, uh, you know, that's uh, get them in a little hot water, and it will probably uh, make them at least reconsider what they're up to. Here's another one. Uh, this is uh, void scams during Medicare open enrollment and all year. As the annual Medicare open enrollment period, which we in the business really call AEP, annual election period, 
where you can make an election for a new plan. As the annual election period draws to a close, there are still scammers out there looking to take advantage of Medicare beneficiaries, Medicare participants, I call them. With a little over a week left, it's important to be vigilant while making your health care decisions for the year ahead and beyond. Like most of us, you probably began seeing ads about Medicare plans on TV. Uh, you may have even received mail, phone calls, or unsolicited emails about the open enrollment period. On their website, the Federal Trade Commission warns when it's Medicare open season or when it's health insurance uh, open season. That's a big story. Scammers get busy and contact people. They want your social security number, your financial account numbers, or insurance information. But there are simple ways to avoid being scammed. Here's what the uh, Federal Trade Commission recommends. Number one, never provide any personal information to an unknown sender, regardless of their insistence on being a government or Medicare employee, because they're probably lying about that. Number two, Medicare will never phone you to sell you anything or to visit you at your home. Medicare or someone representing Medicare will only call and ask for personal information in very limited situations, like almost never. Number three, never click on links, open attachments, or return calls to any numbers if you've received messages claiming to be from Medicare. These people are scammers, and they're phishing for your personal information. That's phishing with a PH, and they're looking for your personal information. And then finally, the last uh, suggestion they have is throw away the mail, delete the messages, and get off the phone. When in doubt, you can always care, uh, call Medicare directly at, again, 1-800-MEDICARE. So uh, put those people out of business if you can. Oh, boy. One, we might as well continue with the same, the same subject matter. Uncle Sam wants you uh, not to kill Nazis, but to help stop insurers' bogus Medicare Advantage sales tactics. So let me see what I can find. After an unprecedented crackdown on misleading advertising claims by insurers selling Medicare Advantage and drug plans, uh, the administration hopes to unleash a special weapon to make sure that companies follow the new rules. This special weapon is you. Officials at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services are encouraging seniors and other members of the public Okay, like their seniors are not members of the uh, uh, to become fraud detectives. Do you want to become a fraud detective? Uh, I see Randy's getting his junior G-man hat on right now, and uh, he's got a badge. Wow, he looks very official. He has become a fraud detective, and he's going to report misleading or deceptive sales tactics. He's going to call eight hundred Medicare. Uh, that's the agency's 24-hour hotline for information. Suspects include postcards designed to look like they're from the government and TV ads with celebrities promising benefits and low fees that are really only available to some people in certain counties. The new rules, which took effect in September of this year, closed some loopholes in existing requirements by describing what insurers can stay in ads and other promotional materials, as well as during the enrollment process. Insurance companies' advertising campaigns kick into high gear every fall when seniors can buy policies that take effect on January 1st. People traditional uh, with traditional government Medicare coverage can add or change a prescription drug plan or join a Medicare Advantage plan. Uh, those plans combine 
drug and medical coverage in many instances. Although private advantage plans offer extra benefits sometimes, and they're not available under the Medicare program, some services require prior authorization, and beneficiaries of Medicare participants are confined to a network of healthcare providers. They can't just go anywhere they want to to see a doctor that takes Medicare. They have to only pick from a list that could be a very short list that the insurance company gives them. So these providers can also change any time. If uh, you're handed a list of providers that you're allowed to use for your medical needs, um, and you might call later on and find that some of these providers have left the network and they've uh, enrolled in other companies' networks. Beneficiaries in traditional Medicare can use any provider that they want to. Catching Medicare Advantage plans that step out of line isn't the only reason to keep an eye out for marketing scams. An accurate plan information can help avoid enrollment traps in the first place. You don't want to be trapped by inaccurate plan information. Although insurance insurers and advocates for older adults generally welcome the new truth in advertising rules, compliance is a big challenge. Expecting beneficiaries to monitor insurance company sales pitches is asking an awful lot. Um, and this, the, uh, this person that they're interviewing has been helping people for 20 years. I don't think Medicare beneficiaries should be the police. She said, choosing a Medicare advantage plan can be daunting in Ohio. For example, there are 224 advantage plans and 21 drug plans to choose from. Well, I can certainly help you pick the best drug plan, or I can teach you how to do it yourself. There's no cost for that service. Uh, anyway, the uh, uh, Advantage plans, I can teach you how to avoid all Medicare Advantage plans, and that's really the best advice I can give anyone. Choosing a Medicare Advantage plan can be daunting, as it said. Uh, the government ought to be looking at how they educate people so that when they hear about benefits on television, they understand that this is a promotional advertisement, not necessarily a description of a benefit that they can use. If you don't realize that these ads may be fraudulent, you won't know to report them. Uh, the agency relies on uh, Medicare participants to help improve services. The voices of people we serve make our program stronger. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, 31 million of the 65 million people with Medicare are enrolled in Medicare Advantage. Even that may not be enough people to monitor the tsunami of advertising on radio TV and the internet, and paper delivered to actual mailboxes. Last year, more than 9,500 ads aired during the nine-week marketing period that started two weeks before enrollment opened. So it started October 1st. Why don't you just say that? According to an analysis by uh, the Kaiser Family Foundation, more than 94% of the TV commercials were sponsored by health insurers, brokers, and marketing companies compared with only 3% from the federal government touting the original Medicare program. Okay, well, I don't see that as a huge problem. During one hour-long Cleveland news program in December, researchers found viewers were treated to nine Medicare Advantage ads. For the first time, this, the government asked insurance and marketing companies this year to submit their Medicare Advantage television ads to make sure they complied with the expanded rules. Officials reviewed 1,700 commercials from May 1st through September 30th and nixed more than 300 deemed misleading, according to reports. 
So let's see now. Under one important rule, uh, salesmen must explain the new plan, how the new plan is different from a person's current health insurance plan before any changes can be made. I'm sure that's going to be complied with. That information could have helped an Indiana woman who lost coverage for her prescription drug plans, which cost more than $2,000 a month. A plan representative enrolled the woman in a Medicare Advantage plan without telling her that it did not include drug coverage because the plan is geared towards veterans who can get drug coverage through the Department of Veterans Affairs. Boy, that's a cheap trick. The woman is not a veteran, was the bottom line. Debit cards are among the dizzying array of extra non-medical perks offered by Medicare Advantage plans, along with transportation. Randy and I love to talk about transportation to medical appointments. Uh, They'll just swing by in their their old used bus and pick you up at your house. Uh, Home-delivered meals and money for utilities, groceries, and even pet supplies. Last year, plans offered an average of 23 extra benefits, according to CMS, but some insurers have told the agency only a small percentage of patients actually use them, although actually usage, actual usage is not reportable. Yeah, so I kind of get a headache talking about Medicare Advantage plans. Uh, let me get to the end of this. Medicare Advantage plan members are usually locked into their plans for the year with rare exceptions, including if they move out of the service area or if the plan goes out of business. But two years ago, the government added another escape hatch. People can leave a plan uh, that they joined based on misleading or inaccurate information or if they discovered promised benefits that did not exist or that they couldn't see the providers. This exception applies when unscrupulous plan representatives withhold information and enroll people in an advantage plan without their consent. Another new rule that might prevent enrollments from going awry prohibits plans from touting benefits that are not available where the prospective member lives. Empty promises have become an increasing source of complaints. Uh, They were going to get all these bells and whistles. When it comes down to it, they don't get the bells and whistles but the salesperson went ahead and enrolled them in the plan anyway. So expect to see more disclaimers and advertisements and mailings like this unsolicited letter to an Aetna Medicare Advantage plan sent to a New York City woman. Plan features and availability may vary by service area. The formulary and or pharmacy network may change at any time. These are the warnings that you're going to see that you may not have seen before on Medicare Advantage and drug plans. Um, so the, the wrap up is because ratings data can be more than a year old and plans change annually ratings published this year, rate meaning plan like star ratings, you know, three star, four star. Uh, so there, uh, is some change in how those things are regulated too. I don't pay any attention to the star ratings for these plans because, uh, frankly, the plan that I liked or didn't hate anyway, Randy, was uh, the Medicare MSA that went off the market. It just stopped being offered this year. And it had very low star ratings, but it was a fantastic plan. And the reason it had a low star rating, I think it was like two stars, was because it had not been around for more than a couple of years. And uh, even though it was an excellent plan, it wasn't given credit for it. And that might have been part of the reason it died. I don't know. Randy's uh, ready to go home now. Is that right? Looks like you're you're uh, losing interest in the whole Medicare are, conversation. Are we there yet, Doug? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, let's let's get out of the car and get some ice cream, shall we? That's right. Well, I was just going to share one thought with the folks. Uh, this, this it's a very easy thought, and it's a way to avoid giving any information over the phone to someone that you shouldn't be. Please tell us. Never, never, never give any information to someone who initiated the call to you. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. if you do divulge any information, make sure you initiated the call to a known telephone number with a reputable company. One thing that is uh, hard for a lot of people to believe, if you actually do engage in one of these conversations with one of these salesmen, they can switch you into the plan they're trying to sell without you even knowing about it or giving your permission. Once they get certain pieces of information about you, they can make you a participant in the Medicare Advantage plan that they're trying to sell, and you won't even know it till you start getting mail from a new company and you go to your doctor and the doctor says, well, sorry, you're not insured. We can't uh, we can't take you anymore. And all other kinds of disappointing things can happen. You know what that reminds me of, Doug? Uh, mosquitoes? And, no. Well, there's that. They're, okay. they're very irritating, and there's millions of them, and I love to squash <laughs> yeah. them with my feet. But other yeah, than like, that, Okay. Yeah. Like the bugs they are. Exactly. Uh, so, so anyway, back in the day when cell phones, cell phones were just becoming more prevalent, people were calling you. People were calling people up trying to sell cell, trying to sell cell phone plans. Right. Right. And right. they could, and they could switch you over to another cell company without ever letting you know, as long as they had yeah. enough information. And you know yeah. what they used to call that? I I don't remember slamming. That's right. That I completely forgot about that. And there would be a legal um, clause in your new plan that said you couldn't get out of it for like two years or something. It would be completely insane. So yeah. uh, let's not let anybody get slammed into a Medicare Advantage plan when they've got perfectly good Medicare supplement uh, with regular Medicare, original Medicare. Uh, that should be all they need. Yep. Yep, absolutely. So anyway, long story short is we have just spent our 75 cents. We need to go ahead and land the plane and bring her in. But before I do and tell you all to have a great holiday season as we move forward into it, get a pencil. You can reach out to Doug at dbj at mlmmailbag.com. Remember that Doug is licensed nationwide to help you with your Medicare supplement planning. Check us out at the website, medicareforthelazyman.com. We would also appreciate it if you could find a place to drop a couple reviews for us. Doesn't have to be complicated. Just say, hey, love the podcast, like the website. That's, that's good enough. But last but certainly not least, thank you for joining us. We love to have you because without you, it's not nearly as much fun as it is with you. And when you are with us, that's exactly where we want you. Ultimately, you probably didn't check, but you have just spent about 32 and a half minutes with Doug Jones, the anti-insurance insurance guy from Oklahoma. No more. He's camped up in the high ground behind Cave Creek, Arizona. And it is a holiday season, so I'm going to take it easy on him. We are going to put him down in his fortress of solitude at about 8,250 feet. I looked at the thermometer at 65 degrees on this beautiful, sunny Arizona morning, so I'm happy 
where Randy has placed me. And I'm happy that you're going to come back and join us for our next episode, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll see you then. Bye-bye.